Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. With me to the book of Ephesians. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm going to help Pastor Angela finish her message from last Wednesday night. Glory to God. Pastor Angela was preaching on Wednesday night about the resurrection life. And I tell you what, I was on the edge of my seat. I was sitting there. I'm thinking she's going to turn this to me any minute. Glory to God. And let me finish this. Glory to God. But she finished it herself, but I've got more. Praise the Lord. Amen. Resurrection life. Woo. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. She took us up. There's a verse I'm going to read to a minute in just a minute. She took us right up to that verse, and I thought, she's she sure enough going to jump right into this, and she didn't. She saved it for me. Praise the Lord. <laughs> hallelujah. But we won't get, we'll get there in a minute. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 1. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's start in verse 15. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, Do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Notice the power that is is working in us. His power is directed toward us. How great is this power? What is the nature of this power? What what is the direction of this power? What is this power all about? He says it's according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Glory to God. The power that raised Jesus from the dead is what's working in us. Hallelujah. Now, you might not have felt that power this morning. You might have got up this morning, you know, and rubbed your eyes and thought, oh, just another, just another day, just another Sunday, just another day. But I'm telling you what, it's more than just another day. It's a resurrection day. Glory to God. You just need to be reminded of what's happened to you. You just need to be reminded of what God's done for you. Amen. It's according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. The power that's working in us is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead and it's working in us according to how it raised him from the dead. It's working in us according to how he was seated at the Father's right hand. You could say it this way, how Jesus was seated at the Father's right hand, the power that put him there puts us there. The power that was working in him when he was seated there seats us there, praise God. Hallelujah. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Now notice this. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all and you, and you. 
Now, now we, 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 we struggle sometimes when we read the Bible because we have a tendency to stop the thought at the end of a chapter. But if you know anything about the Bible, you know the Bible was not written in chapter and verse. Somebody, centuries later, somebody came in and divided the books up into chapter and verse. Sometimes they, they did, I think they did a pretty good job. Sometimes I think they did a terrible job. This is one of those occasions where they did a terrible job when they broke off what was being discussed in the first chapter and made it into a, sec a second chapter because the thought continues from chapter one into chapter two. Now notice this, get this. Let, let, me, let me show you what I'm talking about. Notice verse 20 which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Now go down to, to chapter two, verse one, and you. Now you'll notice that he made alive. Do you see that? And, and you, he, he made alive, or who made alive, do you see that? You'll notice that that's in italics. That means that those words he made alive, or, or however your translation reads, those words right there were not in the original Greek. What it, what it said in the original says, and you who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of this air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath just as the others. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead, even when we were dead in trespasses, notice, go back to verse one, and you who were dead in trespasses and sins. Now go down to verse number uh, 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 five. Even when you were dead in trespasses and sins, made you alive together with Christ. Woo, glory to God. See the thought from chapter one where he's talking about the power that was worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand. He said that's the power that's working in us because it says he raised him from the dead and chapter two says, and you who were dead in trespasses and sins, he raised up from the dead, glory to God. He raised us together with him. And it goes on to say, he says, even when we were dead in trespasses and sin, made us to lie alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ. Woo, glory to God. See, the, the, the Bible teaches here, and in other places, we won't look at all the verses today, but it teaches that when Jesus died, we died with him. His death was the death of the Christian. My, when he died, I died. His death was my death. See, I didn't, I didn't personally in my natural life, I didn't go to the cross. We know Jesus went to the cross. But he went to the cross for us. He went to the cross in our place. And when we put our faith in him, God takes us and, and transports us back to that time at Calvary. And we were nailed to the cross with him. We died with him. We suffered with him. We were made alive together with him. We were raised up together with him. We're seated together with him in the heavenly places. Where are we seated? Far above all principality and power and might and dominion, glory to God. That's where we're seated. Now you say, how can that be? I don't know how it be. I just know it be. 
I just know the Bible says we died with him. We were, we were crucified with him. We died with him. We were buried with him. We were made alive with him. Didn't we read that? And you who were dead in trespasses and sins, he has made us alive together with him. Glory to God. And raised us up together with him. Listen, here's the point. We weren't raised up separate from him. We weren't crucified separate from him. Dear God, if I have to be crucified separate from him, there's no hope. Oh, hallelujah. But I was crucified with the one who gives hope. Glory to God. I was crucified along with the spotless lamb of God. I died with him. I was buried with him. Not, not, not in addition to him. I, was, I died with him. Buried with him. In him. A part of him. That's the whole truth of the New Testament that when you're a child of God, when you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and are born again, you become one with Christ. You're not just one now, you're one with him in his redemptive victory over the devil, glory to God. Everything he did, we are, it's not just put down to our account. It's more powerful than that. We actually become part of what he did. Woo! Go with me into uh, 2 Corinthians. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Hold me back. I feel like running. Second <laughs> Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says, Now thanks be to God. Have you found it? I want you to see it. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 14. Hurry up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 14 says, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. Now listen, thanks be to who? God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ. Like I've said so many times around here, in the scriptures, in the New Testament, when you see the phrase in Christ, always translate that in your mind as in union with Christ. Otherwise, you can just read over something and not understand what it's, what it's saying. That it's, it's, a, it's a construction that, uh, of language that the, that the apostle Paul received from the Holy Ghost. It had never been in the Bible before until he, until he wrote it. He taught extensively and, and wrote extensively about in Christ. Our union in the, in the mind of Paul and in the mind of the Holy Ghost, he's talking about the fact that we're in union with him. And again, when did we become one with him? We became one with him in his death, burial, and resurrection. So a lot of understand that. I got saved in 1960. How in the world could that be? Or I got saved in, in 2016. How in the world can that be? It, it's not about when you got saved. It's about when God provided for our redemption. That's the time frame. That's what we need to be looking at. There was a point in time where God put the sins of the world on Jesus and he died in our place and was raised from the dead for us. And when we put our faith in him, he, he takes us and puts us in union with Christ. Amen. Now notice it says that God always leads us in triumph. Now what is that talking about? Is that just talking about triumph for today? 
In other words, he just picks out a victory for us today. And, and so well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lead you in triumph, you know, today over your uh, this or your that problem. Notice, he says he leads us in triumph in union with Christ. Let that sink in. Thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumph in union with Christ. He leads us in Christ's triumph. Well, is Jesus is Jesus triumphing over tests and trials today? No. Jesus isn't triumphing over tests and trials today. Jesus, Jesus won the victory. He is seated at the Father's right hand. His time of testing and trying is over. His time of, of standing in the face of the devil is over. He stood on the devil's territory and soundly defeated him once and for all. He's not fighting any battles today. Jesus isn't winning the victory today. He won the victory 2,000 years ago and he's been resting every day since. Glory to God. Well, we look at our little situation sometimes and we think, well, we've got a battle. We've got to win. We've got this thing we're going through and, and, and by God's grace, we're gonna win the battle. We're gonna, get, we're gonna get the victory. No. He leads us always, every day, all the time, no matter what the situation, he leads us in triumph in union with Christ. We take the victory that has already been won and he leads us in just living out that life of victory. Glory to God. There's nothing to overcome, praise God. He's already overcome it all. I'm in union with him. You're in union with him. What he overcame, I overcame. The victory that he won, I won. Do you get that? The victory that Jesus won, you won. So you say, well, I don't feel like I did. It's got nothing to do with feelings. If you're gonna live your Christian life by your feelings, you'll be defeated every day. But if you begin to live your Christian life according to the revelation that's in the New Testament of what God did for us, you'll rise up and settle down and rest in the victory that's already been won because you won it along with Jesus. We were singing that song. That's why I wanted Steve to get back up and sing that song. He gives us the victory. He won it for us. Listen, it's really more powerful than he won it for us. Now, we understand that he won it. On one level, we understand that in the natural, I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. We understand. Is everybody, everybody clear of what I'm talking about? But when he won it, we were placed into his victory and we participated in that victory. Amen, how? I don't know how. I don't know how I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ that lives in me. I don't know how. I just believe it. I was crucified with him. I don't know how I was made alive with him, but I read it this morning. I was quickened together with him. I don't know how. I don't really care how. 
I just know that it happened, praise God. And it affects everything about my daily life because I'm not looking for victory. I have victory, praise God. I'm not looking to put the devil on the run. He's running from me all the time, praise God. Say, well, he sure isn't running from me. I'm running. If you you get a hold of the truth of what I'm sharing with you this morning and just turn around to the devil and just give him a good look, he'll turn his tail and, and run. The devil is deathly, deathly afraid of you getting a hold of the victory that is yours in Christ. Ooh, glory. Now, 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 now go with me over to, to uh, Colossians. This is where Pastor Angela was on, on Wednesday night. I thought, sure enough, she's going she's gonna to jump on this and run off with it. And, and she got right up to the threshold, and then she went a different direction. It was all good. But I tell you what, I don't know if you noticed, but I was sitting on my seat Wednesday night. I'm on the edge of my seat thinking, dear, she's going to give this to me any minute. Well, praise the Lord. I, had, I came in here this morning going to preach on the Holy Spirit and, and, and uh, we, we got to singing that song and I thought, glory to God. Are you? Ooh, I believe I'm going to preach, praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's, let's go back up to uh, chapter two, Colossians chapter two. Oh, glory to God. Verse number 11. In him you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And you, being dead, in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. So here we have it in Colossians, that we were buried with him, that we were made alive with him, that we were raised together with him. Now now, let me make one correction. I said, I don't know how it is. I do know how it is. It's by faith. He just told her right here, it's by faith in the operation of God. Amen? Now, let's, let's continue. Where were we? Hallelujah. Let me find my place. Yeah. Verse number 14. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us. That's talking about the old law, the Ten Commandments and the, uh, the Old Testament law. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, He has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Oh, I'm so glad that old law was nailed to the cross. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now look at verse 15. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing. Do you remember a word we used a few minutes ago? He leads us, always leads us together in triumph in union with Christ. Now notice, Jesus disarmed principalities and powers. That's talking about all of the host of darkness of the underworld, the spiritual world of sin and darkness. All, it's talking about the devil, it's talking about evil spirits, demon spirits, 
says he disarmed principalities and powers, made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it, it being the cross. Triumphing over them in the cross. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. When Pastor Angel read this on, on, on Wednesday night, I thought to myself, wait a minute. If I was, if I participated, if I participated in Jesus' uh, death, if I participated, and, and it's, see, it's more than just put down to my credit. See, it's, it's more than just put down to, our, to my credit. I was placed into it. So I participated in his death. Did I not? Did you not? Can, are, you, are you here? Did you participate in his death? Yeah, you were placed into it. You were crucified with him. Well, if that's true, then you participated in his death. You participated in his burial. Buried with him. You participated in, in that moment when he was made alive. Oh, when the power of God flashed through the, 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 the limitless uh, space and expanse of time right into the pit of hell and quickened him and raised him up to new life. Woo, hallelujah. I participated in that. You participated in that. It happened to me. It happened to you. Oh, glory to God. Get back over here. Hallelujah. When he was raised up, I was raised up with him. I participated in that. I was a part of that. So, well, I don't remember it. Well, I, I just know what I've read about it. And that tells, me, that's, that tells me what my participation was. I participated in it because I was in him when it happened. Amen? I was placed in him. And so I was there when it happened. I, I was raised up with him. But, but, and, and, and it says that, that we were seated with him, enthroned with him, far above principality, power, and might. Here's what we haven't seen though. Jesus disarmed principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Well, if I participated in his death, if I was part of it, if I participated in his burial and I was part of it and what happened to him happened to me and if I was, if I was part of his being made alive, if what happened to him happened to me, then when he disarmed principalities and powers, I was right there. You were right there. I said, you were right there. You were right there when principalities and powers were disarmed. You participated in that. That's kind of weak out here. Some of you are scratching your head. Are we in Christ or not? Were we joined with him? How in the world could we be joined and participate in his death, burial, and resurrection and not participate in this victory? Notice, he disarmed principalities and powers not for himself, but for us. He made us public spectacle of them, not for himself, but for us. Jesus said when his disciples talked about, you know, the fact that they had cast out devils, he said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning out of heaven. That's nothing new to me. 
Jesus didn't need to make a spectacle of them. They were already a spectacle to him before he ever came here. He made a spectacle of them in union with us. Woo! Triumphing over them. Triumphing over them in it. We triumphed over him. We triumphed over the devil. We triumphed over principalities and powers. We just, see, now, now understand, I know in the natural, you didn't do it, I didn't do it. But we're not talking, Christianity is not natural. Christianity isn't a natural religion. It's a supernatural revelation of divine truth that transcends all of the natural realm, praise God. We were transported, glory to God, and placed into union with Christ. And what he did, I did. I can look at the devil and say, I beat you once before. I don't have to beat you again, glory to God. I've made a display of you. I put you to public shame, glory to God. Some people, some people wonder that they don't have a testimony. Oh, you know, brother so-and-so, he went to prison and, you know, he wrecked his life and then God saved him and, 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 and turned his life around. What a wonderful testimony. I don't have a, a testimony. I lived all my whole life in Sunday school. Never even went home, just lived in Sunday school all my life. Never did anything wrong. I don't have a testimony. You can tell people, listen, you want to know what my testimony is? I went to hell. I was crucified and went to hell. But then God raised me up, praise God. I spoiled principalities and powers. Woo! Made a public spectacle of them. Triumphing over them. That's what I did, glory to God. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to you. Talk about a testimony. Talk about a testimony. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'd rather have that testimony than some old jailbird testimony. I can tell you that. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo! Raised up together. What he did, we did. Not in our own ability, but God put us in it. God picked us up and just plopped us right down in his victory. Just dropped us in the middle of it. Glory to God. Woo! Hallelujah. I'm going to start my clock now. I forgot to start it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Well, let's stand up. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, the, de- the reason the devil fights you so hard is he wants to keep you in the dark about this. If he can keep you in the dark, if he can keep you mindful of natural things, if he can keep you reminded of your, of your mistakes and failures and how you don't feel like you measure up, if he can keep, excuse me, if he can keep you thinking about those things, he'll keep you in bondage. Hallelujah. But when you remind him, let me tell you something, devil. You come against me with this and that. Let me just remind you. I put you to open shame. I spoiled you. I, I, I stripped you off from me way back at Calvary. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. And I put you to open shame. 
and you've been ashamed ever since. Every time you look at me, devil, you duck your head because you remember that I was in Christ. Glory to God. You remember in Christ what I did and you duck your head and you kind of shy away because you're full of shame. The devil's ashamed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's why he wants to make you feel ashamed. Don't be ashamed, glory to God. Be full of of praise. Take God's side in it. Be full of thanksgiving for what he's done, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Next Next time the devil comes up to you, just point and say, shame on you. Shame, shame, shame on you. Shame on you. The next time he tries to paint a picture of your, of your future or of your past, he tries to paint a picture of your past and your future, just remind him of his past. Just say, I, devil, let me tell you something. I, I, I might not have had a very good day yesterday, but I want to talk about another day. I want to talk about the day that the Lord Jesus Christ and I put you to open shame. I want to remind you of that day. You remember that day, devil? Remember when we put you to an open shame? And while we're talking about it, let me remind you, your future don't look too good either. (laughs) Glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. What he did, I did. What he did, you did. Hallelujah. What he accomplished, you accomplished. By faith in Christ. So I don't understand it. It's just a matter of faith. Amen. Just agree with the Bible. Hallelujah. Woo. (laughs) Hallelujah. My goodness. My goodness. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Let it soak in. Go home and find all the scriptures you can find in the New Testament that talk about in union with Christ or in Christ or through Christ or by Christ and just feed on those scriptures until it builds inside of you such a, such a consciousness of who you are, not in yourself, but in him. Not as, a, not as a Republican, but in him. Not as a Democrat, but in him. Not as a rich person, but in him person. Not as a poor man, but an in him man. Not as a white man, but an in him man. Not as a black man, but an in him man. Amen. Not, not as any other thing. No other classification. Secret. The secret to harmony in the church is in him. It's in him, praise God. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Now listen, how do you put this into practice in your life? How do you act on this? Start facing the things the devil tries to bring up to you, the things he tries to challenge you with. Stand strong on the word of God and say, listen, let me, let me read to you, devil, from, from 1 John. 
this is a good place to go. First John chapter four, this will work every time, praise God. Hallelujah. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of God Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Notice all of these verses, verse 1, 2, 3, are talking about spirits. Evil spirits. Then verse 4 says, you are of God. God, talking to the believer. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater, <clears throat> greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. You have overcome them. Never, never, never read this verse and interpret it, I will overcome. This verse doesn't say you will overcome. It says you have overcome them. Now, now this, is a, this is different. This is different than just understanding. And we know on a, on a lower level, we know this, that Jesus overcame them for us. If you want to live life on that level, that's one level. He over, we know Jesus spoiled principalities and powers. The song we sang this morning is he gave the victory to us. But this is greater than that. This isn't talking about he overcame them and gave us the victory. It says you have overcome them. If he said you will overcome them, then he would be talking about today and tomorrow. But if he said you have overcome them, he's talking about something that happened in the past. What happened in the past? You went to the cross with Christ. You died. You were buried. You were made alive. You, you stripped off and spoiled principalities and powers, made a bold display of them openly, triumphing over them in it. That's when you overcame them. Just keep the devil reminded of that. Oh, hallelujah. No, devil, I, I, you never, he, sometimes he'll say, well, you're not going to win this battle. This is one time you're not going to win. You can square your shoulder and say, I wasn't planning on winning anything. I wasn't planning on beating you today. I wasn't planning on getting the victory over you today. I wasn't planning on that today. I just know it's already happened. And God, the Father, is just leading me in the triumph of Christ every day. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. He's just leading me along in the triumph with which he triumphed over them. Well, amen. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Listen, there's nothing wrong with getting somebody to pray for you. I believe in that. But if you really want to live the victorious life, learn to put the devil on the run for yourself. Get a hold of what he's done for you and make your stand. Hallelujah. 
You, you won the victory. Sickness defeated. Lack defeated. Despair defeated. Depression defeated. Fear defeated. Insecurities, you overcome it. You overcame it back at the, back at the cross. Worries, anxieties, you overcame that at the cross. Hallelujah. Loneliness, you overcame that at the cross. <laughs> Anything the enemy can bring up to you, just remind him, I won the victory over that. I have overcome you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.